Hey, for those of you wondering, uh, hey, wait a minute, what happened to Tales from the Loop? Didn't they just start a new campaign? Well, as we all know, sometimes real life can get in the way of role-playing games, and two of our folks couldn't make this week's Tales from the Loop session. So, I opted to throw together a quick Marvel RPG one-shot featuring our Iroshan characters for the folks that couldn't meet this week. Now, you don't need to have watched our Marvel campaign featuring these characters, but if you haven't seen it, give it a whirl. These are characters that we created over 30 years ago that we brought back to the virtual table, and we've had a lot of fun bringing them up to date in the Marvel Universe. The title of the campaign is Iroshan, Gods and Monsters, and it can be found on the Dreamslayer Studios YouTube channel, and the Dreamslayer Studios RPG podcast. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy our Marvel one-shot featuring Iroshan, investigative researchers of supernatural happenings and nightmares. All right. Well, hi, Iroshan. <laughs> Welcome back to the Marvel Universe. Hello. Um, in the aftermath of your confrontation with the dark god Amatsu Mikaboshi. The original core team of Iroshan were brought back together once again. Their interaction with one another strengthened their bond and reminded them of what brought them together in the first place. Not only their closeness as friends, but a deep desire to help out those in need. Years ago, Iroshan received their funding from a combination of monies and support from the Bonaventura Foundation, SHIELD, and partnerships with both the X-Men and Doctor Strange. As the teens grew into adulthood and spread out across the country, Iroshan filed for nonprofit status and served the Midwest, protecting the innocent from supernatural threats. Now that the core team is back together, and now with power levels on par with the likes of the Avengers, they're now able to take on conflicts that threaten the world and our dimension at large. With the, ability, with the ability to travel nearly anywhere on Earth instantly, the once localized team is going global. The first step is to set up Iroshan hubs in major cities across the globe. Poets Strange Academy in Chicago has been integrated into the X-Men's Krakoan Gate Park near Fermilab, and now officially serves as Iroshan's northern U.S. hub. Doctor Strange, who has placed, who had placed Poet in charge of the school some time ago, has rechristened the school Iroshan Academy to honor the team's efforts in saving the waking world from the dark god Mikaboshi. Poet and Shard now train the next generation of supernatural hunters in the beautiful Krakoan Gardens. Although Shard spends much of her time between Chicago and Wonderland, St. Louis is her home. Spartan, who had moved away from the gateway uh, to the west in search of a calling in Vermont that he finally figured out was to protect and acquire the Asgardian Norn Stones, has now returned to St. Louis with his family. So it only makes sense to set up shop in St. Louis as well. And that's where we are at this point. Shard and Spartan have acquired the old security building downtown near the arch. 
and progress is being made and the grand opening is mere days away. Dream Slayer and the High the Highwayman and Poet uh, have joined their friends to assist in setting up shop. Um, at this point, Shard uh, is off in Wonderland with her family uh, on a separate uh, side mission that she's having to take care of right now, which is why she's not with us tonight. But uh, the building is currently abuzz with activity as technicians from Bonaventura work on computer and security systems and feng shui artists from the golden city of Kunlun put the finishing touches on the decor. The heroes are setting up offices, a training dojo, and a communications array when one of the contractors approaches Spartan. Hey, uh, uh, Mr. DeWeese, uh, there's a couple of folks outside that are uh, asking if Iroshan is actually here on site. And uh, we told them that you guys weren't open yet, but they seem to be in a pretty bad way. Uh, the younger guy looks like he's pretty tore up. Um, yeah, I mean, we should, we should talk to them. I mean, yeah, let them in. If they, they look like they need something, sure. All right, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll have one of the guys bring him up. And he gets on a uh, walkie-talkie and calls down. And uh, a few minutes later, uh, you see uh, a trio uh, come in that uh, are a, a family. Uh, and the guy, uh, the younger gentleman, is in his early 30s, probably. Uh, he's got tattoos uh, up and down both arms, sleeved up and down, shaved head, uh, and a goatee. Looks maybe, at first glance, a little rough, uh, but his eyes are red and swollen. Looks like he's been crying. Uh, the older couple that are with him uh, are in their late 50s, maybe early 60s, uh, and they both seem to be very concerned, and they're uh, the mother figure is, has got her arm around uh, the younger guy and, and is kind of helping him kind of walk in. He doesn't look hurt, uh, but he's, he's certainly emotionally upset. Um, <clears throat> hey, hey folks, um, what's, what's going on? What, what seems to be the problem? Can I get you something to drink? You want some water? You doing okay? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, some water would, be great thanks um listen thanks thanks for seeing us man really <laughs> we just we simply didn't know where else to go I, I think that we made a huge mistake um well i mean we'll certainly help if we can what what exactly is going on um my wife anna and i um we're kind of aficionados of the macabre. We started out in our teens as horror movie buffs, and when we were in college, got into collecting memorabilia of all different sorts of, like, serial killers, haunted locations, cursed items, stuff like that. It was a hobby, you know, at least when it started out, and it became more and more of an obsession the older we got and the more the cash flow kind of started coming in after we got married and, you know, started our family. Uh, she's a teacher. I'm a factory foreman at an auto parts plant here in St. Louis. Um, 
anyway, something came up for auction recently that neither of us ever dreamed we'd ever get a shot at. Um, you guys have seen the movie The Exorcist, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, were you aware that the story that William Peter Blatty based the book on actually took place here in St. Louis? I, I did know that, actually, yeah. Um, it's a little place called Belnor, uh, to be exact. It's a little sub suburb out on a on Roanoke Lane. Um, anyway, um, this kid that they based the book and the movie off of his name was Roland Doe at least that's what was the name that was given to him I think it may just be a pseudonym uh, he was born in 1935 in Maryland and the kid would spend a bunch of time with his aunt Harriet who claimed to be a spiritualist she introduced him to a Ouija board and he would play with it from time to time either with his aunt or by himself and before they moved to St. Louis Strange things were already starting to happen, and everybody blamed poor old Aunt Har Harriet. Well, the family came here to separate the boy from his aunt, and thinking that that was maybe going to solve the problem, but the weird shit just started getting worse. You could hear these dripping sounds and rapping and scratching sounds at all hours of the day and night, but nobody could tell where it was coming from. Holy relics and Photos were broken or shaking on the walls. Furniture was moving about by itself. Objects levitating and scratches appearing on Roland's body. And the kid was lashing out both verbally and physically and screaming with a voice and a strength that wasn't his own. The family turned to medical and psychiatric doctors, none of which could find an explanation for his behavior. So they turned to their priest who was scared near to death once he had an opportunity to witness Roland first, firsthand. And that's when the exorcisms began. There was a couple of priests from U of M that came to the house and through order of the archbishop performed two exorcisms. And supposedly the kid recovered and went on and had a normal life. No one knows who he is or where he is, so there's no real proof. But me and Anna, we believed all of the stories, and when the house came up for auction, we jumped at the chance. We've been there for about nine months. And then the weird shit didn't set in until about two months ago. It was little at first, and to be honest, we were excited that the stories of the exorcism and the poltergeist activity might have been legit. But then Anna started acting weird. She was really touchy, angry at any given moment I didn't think too much of it but then the cuts started to appear most of them on her stomach her abdomen at night she would cry out and moan with this low guttural gravelly voice it was like nothing I'd ever heard of before we both love scary stuff but to actually be scared of the person that you share your bed and your life with it's fucking terrifying man she got real sick over a week ago. Her skin was turning green and clammy, and her temperature hit 105 degrees. We called in doctors, 
but nothing was working. So me and Tim and Jane here called the university and they unfortunately were of no help. They didn't want the bad press, they said. They left the old exorcism behind them. But there was a priest that called us back, said he had a friend at the Vatican and that he would be sending someone soon to help us. Now, as weird as everything that I've told you so far is, this is where it gets weirder. So this kid shows up at the door, flanked on either side by two older dudes, one of which I'm pretty sure was an albino. The other, a pretty stern looking dude, about 55 years old with a pencil thin mustache. But the kid does all the talking says he's a specialist on the occult from the Vatican and that these two priests were here to conduct the exorcism. Outside the house, there's this black limousine and a crew of others, two women, three other guys. And the women take us aside. They offer to put us up in a hotel for the night. Uh, I tell them that I want to stay, but they convince me it's best to let the holy men do their work. So I went along with it. Next day, we go back. They're still conducting the ritual. They don't let us in, not even to say hi or check up on her. We don't even get to talk to the kid or the priests. I'm telling you, something's not right. So today, we go back, and I'm insistent on going in. I'm not taking no for an answer. One of the guys, the big one, grabs me by my throat and tosses me across the street like a rag doll. And it's not very Vatican like. <laughs> right. Oh, no, I mean, is go it, ahead, uh, Andy. it could be <laughs> true. I, I mean, it depends, depends on your perspective. Not traditionally Vatican behavior. Uh, Jane, the mom, kind of chimes in and she says, We saw in the paper yesterday that you and your team, Irish Ann, were setting up downtown. Uh, the paper said that you help people who find themselves entangled with the forces of the supernatural. And we know you aren't officially open yet, but we're begging you, please. Can you help our daughter? Uh, I mean, I think we could certainly try. Um, take a look. Um, let me let's let me talk to the other Iroshanians that are here and um, see what we can do. Um, so I. Is the intercom working yet, or should I just track people down? <laughs> uh, yeah, you could probably uh, page Hello. us at least. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll get everybody together um, amongst like the catering staff or something. And, um, <laughs> like, I give Christy and Andy the rundown, and um, you know, say, you know, I granted we might have to push back the, you know, the grand opening ceremony and the ribbon cutting and everything, but uh, I feel like this, this is something we should probably take a look at. I mean, it might be nothing, you know, they, he, he seemed pretty upset. Um, so, you know, I don't know how, uh, you know, maybe he's exaggerating, maybe he's, you know, blowing things out of proportion, but, you know, at the, at the very least, it'd, it'd be good press for us to take a look since we're here now what do you guys think you guys don't have to answer at once you can 
it's it's their problem because they moved into a haunted house. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. That that <laughs> thought has crossed my mind. It's like, well, you bought the Exorcist house. You get what you did know. you expect? <laughs> there's, there's a, there's a, Granted, can we roll for dumbassery? <laughs> <laughs> Granted, that's that, how. That was my internal monologue as this guy was telling me the story, um, but it didn't seem like the very superhero-y thing to do to <laughs> be like, well, dumbass. So, I don't know. Maybe, maybe go take a look. If yeah. this wasn't in the disclosures, then I don't know what we have. Yeah, I mean, that stuff should... It, it was in the seller's disclosure. He knew what he was buying. House may contain the devil. I don't know what the inspector found, but... Um, you know interesting um you know that well, place you... actually did go up for sale in 2015 <laughs> and somebody bought it somebody of course in it. this market people buy anything that's true <laughs> and probably, it, paid, probably paid 50 it, over asking too yeah i was gonna say it's all a cash sale yeah. um well since you're gonna play the hero card then uh i guess we have to it's um, kind of hard it's hard that's our, it's our, our job. Gig. It's what we signed up. Yeah. By the way, is Dream Slayer here? Dream Slayer's with you. Okay. All right. Just, and he, uh, he chimes in and says, uh, "Well, it's a shame Shard's not here if we're going up against demons." Yeah, exactly. He's been right. a demon specialist. Yeah. Yep. Um, I guess. I guess the best thing to do is go check out this group that's occupying this house and. See what we can, uh, yeah. You know, ascertain, we, ascertain. See if they try to throw us out by our necks. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like they they might have made the problem worse or be part of the problem. You know, I kind of took it as they are uh, saying they're one thing, but they're actually something different. You know, Shard were with us, we could certainly teleport over there. Um, and under normal circumstances, I would probably suggest that, you know, maybe we could dream walk uh, into um, his wife. But I'm not going to chance that with a potential demon running around in there at the same time. <laughs> yeah, we could just drive. It's about 20 minutes from <laughs> HQ. 10 if I drive. 10 if, ten if Andy drives. No. <laughs> yeah, are you going to uh, charge up uh, a, a car for us there, uh, Highwayman? Sure. Sure. So we'll, uh, we'll get Anything underway. Like a station wagon or an SUV. I need some leg room. <laughs> uh, we, you know what? We'll take the new uh, Volkswagen uh, vans that are coming out. Like an Uber we got, X. Yeah, we got a, we got a pretty <laughs> Uber X over our driver shows up to pick us up. How you doing? Like, yeah, yeah. You guys, Iroshan. <laughs> Sorry, man. We we just blew it on uh, renovations. We have no way to get there. So, and then you you get in the car and it just lights on fire. <laughs> Here's your tip, buddy. That's gonna lower your passenger rating a lot. <laughs> Uh, his bottle of water's in the back or you know all shaking and everything uh no i think i think we can afford our own vehicle so we'll we'll, we'll drive over there we'll drive over so 
right. What 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 is uh, the highwayman's uh, ride of choice if he, if he's driving one around? Oh, you know what? I was thinking about that earlier. I I personally kind of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sensible <laughs> efficient Good gas mileage Good, i mean yeah, that's exactly. that's important it's important you know, in flashy, these days it's where you're going yeah yeah no i i think uh really to be quite honest i think it's going to be a 69 uh cuda i think it'll be uh I, yeah we'll go with 69 black cuda i don't even know what that is Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. It's one of those big muscly car things. Oh, yeah. There we go, man. Oh, nice. 69 Plymouth Barracuda. Hmm. Yeah, it looks like my dad's car. I say not unlike the satellite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty. It's pretty darn close. It's pretty darn close, but totally yeah, looks like a high windman car, right? It's got a spoiler in the back. Uh, I'm sure that not that one, but I'm <laughs> sure we can get one. Now this one, this one's I think a little newer. I like I like the '69 Cuda. I think a lot of people like the '70 Cuda. Look at the '70. Let's see. How do you spell it? C-U-D-A? Well, it's a, it's short for Barracuda. Oh, Barracuda. Okay. Yeah. Here's the here's the '70. Ooh, yeah, I like that better. Yeah, we can do we can do the we can do the seventy. Mm. I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's badass. Ooh, Barracuda, that, and see, we can sing that song. <laughs> while we're driving around. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's yep. So we'll do, we'll go with the Cuda. All right, so we're uh, heading over to Belnor, right? Yep. yep. Am I am I saying that right? Yeah, Belnor. Belnor. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Roanoke Drive is located in the small city of Belnor, uh, north of St. Louis proper. It lies in a densely populated suburban area on a tree-lined cul-de-sac with uh, small brick bungalows stacked closely to one another. Uh, you can tell that the neighborhood has recently undergone a bit of a renaissance. The houses are all updated with neatly kept lawns and by the look of the cars in the short driveways, likely a mix of young couples starting out uh, with starter homes and retirees looking to downsize in a quiet neighborhood. It's late in the afternoon as the sun is setting uh, between the trees, just over the rooftops of Roanoke Drive. Um, there's a stillness in the air that is in direct opposition to the quaint neighborhood as a faint mist wafts at ankle level. Up and down the street, it's completely quiet. No one's walking their dogs, no one's jogging, nobody out watering the lawn. It's deathly quiet. Halfway up the street, however, you can see three men standing on the lawn of what you can now identify as the Martin's house by Keith's definition. Um, and these three uh, men are dressed in black suits. And from the distance that you're at, it's a little hard to make out, but one of them is actually, actually wearing a cap. Almost looks like a limousine driver, uh, likely associated with the stretch limo that's parked out in front of the home. 
the other two have maybe a little bit more of like a military look to them uh and they have like a red rope uh that runs uh through like a uh epaulette button flap yeah yeah what is it called an epaulette epaulette yeah well that's like the thing that like naval captains wear like the yeah that's the, the, the yeah yeah uh, yeah, no, it's just, it's more just like a rope that kind of runs underneath. Uh, and it's red. Red rope. Red, red rope. rope. <laughs> red rope. That's a, that's a whole different movie. <laughs> um, so that's kind of what you see from a distance. That's about um, halfway down the street. Uh, you're kind of at the at the gateway to that street. And I'll pull you up here on the, uh, on the map so you can kind of see what's going on here. Right, you should Mike, were you making your little icon just spin? I was. He, he loves doing that. <laughs> so you guys are at the end of the street. You can see that there's um, trees that run up the center of the uh, of the drive there, uh, and then off on your left, uh, you'll see that there's a house up there that's got three individuals out in front, uh, and they're basically just standing still. And standing guard, but it's really eerie. Like they're barely moving a muscle, staring straight ahead. Okay, but everything else is like moving normal speed. I mean, there's a. It, <laughs> I mean, birds aren't like flying at half <laughs> speed, right? There, there are no birds. Oh, there's nothing. Okay. You, you don't hear any chirping. Uh, there's no squirrels running around. I mean, it's it's just quiet. And no breeze. There's just that mist that's running uh, slowly creeping across the pavement. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, Andy, you, you, were, you were worried that, like, time, time wasn't working properly. <laughs> yeah, <that's>, I was <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, Hold How on. are we moving? <laughs> yeah. um, okay. Oh, and just so you guys know, at the very bottom of your screens, you'll see that you've got like uh, some macros down there at the bottom that go from mm -hmm. feeble to unearthly. Uh, anytime you want to make a roll, all you got to do is just click on one of those and it will roll for you and it will actually roll the color of the table uh, for you as well. Do they? Mike? Can, we, can we tell if they see us? yet or not right now they are strictly looking just right ahead so if they're standing guard they're not doing a great job of it because they <laughs> they've made no recognition that of your presence whatsoever okay uh, um mike what uh say a little rock and roll on the porch of the house um speak less cryptically how about how about uh making the porch of the house vibrate like an earthquake, see if that gets their attention. That way they look back at the, the house, not down the street at us. Um, I can try to do that. Just to see if they're going to move or move on us. Yeah, it's, it's hard for me to target that specifically, especially at this distance. Um, okay. Me... Let 
Yeah, what I think is, our, our, is our aim? Are we trying to go in? Or are we trying? Are we hoping to I'm, interrogate them in a friendly fashion? What do you think we're facing here? And well, I think. Oh, go ahead. I was just trying to see if we could. Uh, <clears throat> well, one, see if they actually look, and two, um, just see if they, you know, if they would turn around or I mean, engage because they're like eerily staring forward at the moment hmm. that could yeah i mean i think it's pretty safe to say that if we came up on them they would react um, or you know let's let's i got a better i got a better not idea not to, not to sound like kurt but let's let's go up and talk to him and see <laughs> what happens Boy, for not trying to sound like Kurt, you sounded yeah, a lot like sure Kurt. Sounded just like <laughs> Kurt. Yeah, no. Um, but just just to see, you know, I mean, we're we're all super powered. You know, we could interact a little bit before. Um, it's like saying we're all adults. We, yeah, <laughs> we're all we're all super powered. We're all super humans. Hey um, guys, taking a survey in the neighborhood. <laughs> We want to see how many pets you have. Hello, we're, we're with the census. How many adults do you have living in your household? You say, but have you taken the Lord as your personal Lord savior? Rick. Got this copy of the Watchtower. For you. That's right. Um, Can we minister to you today? Um, okay. Well, we we can do that. I was going to say our other option is I could send in the car and just make them you know pull up real quick and kind of rev the engine threaten and take off see if they react to that but we can go talk to them sure um okay well do you i could go up and do the talking if you guys want to hang back and you could like be prepared to like jump them or something like that from from our vantage point, we don't see the two on the side, right? That's correct. Yeah. I, I'm okay. Suspension of disbelief there. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, so I think what I think what, I, what I'm going to do while you're talking to him, I am going to teleport up to the roof of the house, um, because it looks like a Gambriel style roof with dormers. So there should be the slope should not be that extravagant. Okay, so the roof of the actual house, correct? Yeah, okay. yeah. I'm just gonna teleport up there. Well, then if you're doing that, uh, it's not a bad idea. Maybe we let uh, Spartan and maybe Poet, if she wants to, uh, do the talking, and I will, as Dream Slayer, I'll go to the house across the street and phase uh, up to the roof there i should be able to get in there undetected okay yeah then we got kind of two two sniper positions and then God two damn. people on the ground mm -hmm. sounds, sounds uh tactical all right you're gonna you're gonna have i'm gonna have to roll right uh to teleport yeah yeah i'm just gonna start yeah. walking which my things did not come back so you may have to read them to me oh are you kidding me dude jesus christ i'm sorry i don't <laughs> come know why. On, don't know why no it's not your fault it's stupid foundry i mean i can see 
I can see amazing, but I have no idea. All right, so anything. Tele your teleportation is amazing, yes. Okay, but I have no other numbers. It's a number, I can't see it. All right, amazing. Holy crap. Oh, oh yellow. Oh, okay, so you're saying if it's a number, you can't see it, right? Yeah, but, I mean, I but can't you can, see. You can see the ranked names, correct? Uh, only under powers. Okay. But like anything under my. Under your uh, abilities? Under my abilities. Can't see that. Can't see health. Can't see karma. Hmm. Can't, okay. see, can't see a name. That's weird. All right. Yeah. Okay, so what did you roll there? Uh, 76. 76. Yellow? Okay, yeah. put yourself up on the roof. I'm good. And then Chrissy, what are you gonna do? Um, I'm scribbling. <laughs> She's. <laughs> Chris, Chrissy, you could take, you know, fly up to one of the roofs that the other guys are on, and I don't, I don't mind. You mind taking this one alone? Be, be, being the guy on the ground. I, I can mm -hmm. I can take a hit if they are uh, if they start swinging right away. You're um, pretty confident. And the, well, I, you know, you know, <laughs> these could be godlike figures down here. <laughs> you know, I'm just I'm just saying I'm I'm, I'm willing I'm willing to be, play the heavy on this one so you guys mm. can can Get pounce. The sneakies. Yeah. Sneaky, now, sneaky. Mike, since you're kind of moving up uh, and just kind of strolling up on him, you, you mm -hmm. get a little bit better look at him as you as you get closer. Uh, yeah. And the one dude I told you that was wearing the cap, he's definitely kind of looks more like a uh, limo driver uh, for the most part, uh, mm -hmm. just in a just in a basic suit uh, and a limo hat, limo driver hat. Um, the other two, one of the guys is is bigger uh beefier um and he's a little bit more burly kind of a commanding presence and a thick mm -hmm. mustache with salt and pepper gray hair the other guy is short and thin uh, with a pencil thin mustache um they both appear to be probably in their 50s maybe um mike you're a little bit of a history buff, aren't you? Uh, a little bit, depending mm -hmm. on what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, give me a uh, just give me a straight reason roll. Um, let's see what that is. And you got ooh, that's good, ninety-two. Um, you absolutely are sure that you've seen these guys before <clears throat> not in person but in your history like books like in a book or mm -hmm. and if you didn't know any better you are looking at heinrich heinrich himmler commander of hitler's ss okay and a leading architect of the nazi party during world war ii the bigger man bears a striking resemblance to Joseph Stalin. 
the Soviet dictator who caused the death of millions of Russian citizens. Now, surely it can't be those two individuals because they are long gone. Right. But one, they, one sure do look, they sure do look an awful like those two. Um, okay. I, does, is that... Um, do we have like little walkie-talkies or do we have a way um, to communicate with each other remotely? I'm trying to remember. In our headsets, right? It's been a yeah. while since yeah. old Green Slayer's been actually... Uh, we, got, we got earwigs. I don't have that. I don't have it. Um, but yes, I mean, we always had like little earpieces and stuff like that going way back. So yeah, we can we can communicate to one another. Yes. Yeah, I'll just quickly let everybody know that you know, guys, these uh, upon closer inspection, a couple of these guys look like kind of historically famous bad people you know I, I i could be wrong but they're kind of dead ringers for for stalin and Himmler. Um, so just keep like, that in mind like the joseph stalin uh yeah I, you know I, I, it's unlikely i know but the, the resemblance is striking let me say that all righty um so is everybody, everybody, ready for me to walk up here? Yeah, marvelous with your talking ability. Uh, Christy, do you have your your stanza completed? Um, um I didn't. Um, I didn't write this in German or Russian. <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as we know what you're talking about, that's fine. I eagerly await. Uh, <laughs> Unfold here. All right. Um, all right, here we go. Uh, and, and Chris, remind me of the name of the people whose house this is. Uh, Martin. Martin, all right. Mm -hmm. uh, excuse me, gentlemen. Uh, you, you uh, fellows, you know, with the mustache. And, uh, they all three, in unison, <laughs> turn and look at you. <clears throat> hey, I'm sorry to bother you. Um, we're, I'm, I'm a friend of the Martins and yeah, the, the folks whose house this is. And uh, the husband was pretty worried about what was going on. And I just told him I'd come take a, take a look and make sure, make sure the wife was okay. And, and the whole procedure was going okay. Um, guess just wouldn't mind if I just popped in, you know, I, I do have some experience in these matters. Um, I'm kind of in the business. Um, but I was just, you know, I thought I'd do Mr. Martin a solid and, and come over and take a look and just check on things. He's he's pretty he's pretty worried about it. All three of those guys in unison all chuckle in their own voices. <laughs> Not in one unified chuckle voice. <laughs> tell him you know it, do, tell him you know doughboy. It's the it's the same um, pattern in the chuckle, but all different pitches and and different takes but the, it it is the same staccato like the same the same thing playing through three different speakers right yeah yeah <clears throat> and the big one speaks up and he says <laughs> look heinrich the husband was not as dumb as he looked 
This must be Calvary, eh? He sends us costume superhero because he is too weak. Lucretia, Lizzie, come see what arrives at our table. The weakling has delivered us a feast. Let us show the superhero our true selves. And from the side of the uh, building, you see two women. One that comes out of the alley in between the two houses. Um, and another that comes around the opposite side over here. Um, both of these individuals look uh, familiar to those of us that are close enough to see them as well. Um, and they both come out singing a creepy little tune. Lizzie Gordon took oh. an axe and gave her mother 40 oh. wax. And when she saw what she had done, she gave her father 41. And the pair of women are Lucretia Borgia, one of the most maligned women in history who was responsible for the poisoning deaths of her family's enemies, and Lizzie Borden, one of the most notorious female murderers of the 19th century. And as the song is uttered, the bevy of historical horrors begin to metamorphosize. Himmler takes on the appearance of a death-dealing, leather-clad SS officer with retractable blades coming out of his arms. Lizzie Borden's head expands and elongates, forming a sharp crescent as her skin turns alabaster and the flesh is ripped from various parts of her body, revealing the muscular structure underneath as an axe takes uh, shape in the place of her right hand. Stalin begins to grow to the size of the Hulk, and his flesh turns to cold steel and cracks from searing cold temperatures emanating from his soul. Lucretia Borgia's skin turns a deep cyan blue as horns grow from her head and her clothing becomes a bastardization of Catholic robes and the garb of a wicked harlot. Last but not least, the driver, a man whose face is unknown to you, simply places a hood over his face and produces a rope from his jacket in the, in the shape of a noose. The hangman has apparently come to collect your souls. So now would be the time <laughs> to probably roll initiative, uh, which I have that set up so that I can actually do that for you guys. What I will need you to tell me to do or to tell me is what your um, initiative bonus is. Oh. Um, so I'm going to roll for everybody here real quick, and then I'll ask you in order. Um, what the bonuses what the bonuses are so uh let's see here i guess i gotta look and see what my bonus is i forgot what it is already uh mine is four okay spartan what's yours four um poet um what am i telling you uh what your uh initiative bonus is Ooh, that's a good question. Two. Okay. And Andy, sadly, it won't matter because you rolled a one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I think mine was three, if I remember right. But yeah, three. 
Mm, all right. Well, I guess I get to go first. I don't like it when you roll fours. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you might be able to do it. We'll have to look into that uh, and see see if I can get you guys to actually do it yourself there. So I'm going to roll for extra actions. Uh, well, actually, here here's what's going to happen. Is directly wow. from behind uh, where the three guys are uh, on the porch. Um, there are four demons that spray out into this area uh, here in the center uh, around the tree or the trees here. Um, and Dream Slayer is going to basically jump down into the middle of that uh, and attempt to keep these. And he says, as he jumps down, you guys go for the big ones. I'll keep these guys off of you. Uh, and they are these little imps, basically, that stand about three feet tall, uh, that have wings, and they're all flying out uh, in uh, in a whirlwind kind of pattern. The Dream Slayer kind of throws out some chains and begins to reel a couple of them in. And as soon as he does that, uh, their attention is drawn directly on him. Uh, so we'll move to Spartan. Um, how would I go about rolling for extractions? Uh, that is a fighting roll. It's a fighting roll. Mm -hmm. okay, so. All right, so that gives you one extra action. Okay. Um, and then it, the extra action happens when initiative comes back around? Comes or? back around, correct, yeah. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to use my gravity manipulation to make the three, the three that I'm closest to, the, mm -hmm. the dudes, mm -hmm. um, I would like to use to hold them down um, to increase gravity for them. Okay. Um, and I will use karma. Okay. Good thing. <laughs> um, I will spend karma to get that up to a yellow. Okay. Whatever that is. Mm -hmm. And if you let me know, I'll subtract. Uh, yeah, I mean you. Uh, oh, to, oh, to get to that. Yeah, and let's see. You do have the chart that you can pull up in the. Oh, in the journal. Yeah. In the okay. journal there. So if you wouldn't mind doing that, that would be good. I actually forgot to grab mine. So. Oh yeah. So yes. Needs to come up to. So I'll use fifty karma to bring it up. All right. And then what does that do to these guys? Um, it basically. It, if their if their strength is lower than amazing, if or if their strength is lower than my power rank, mm -hmm. it makes it to where they can't really move because the the gravity is stronger than their strength. Gotcha. Or I guess otherwise it would lower their strength by the power rank. Gotcha. Okay. So I guess and... like. An amazing level weight on amazing them. gotcha okay okay so hangman 
and Zyklon, as he's being called, that's Himmler, mm-hmm. um, are pinned basically down. You see the uh, uh, pavement underneath their feet, all three of them begin to kind of crackle, and Zyklon and Hangman are actually brought down uh, to their hands and knees uh, by the weight uh, that you're putting on them right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Hangman is going to attempt to try to get out of that, which I'm going to give him a strength roll uh, to be able to try to do that. He needs a red to be able to just stand up. Uh, He rolled an 82. Um, I'm going to go ahead and spin the karma so that he can actually get up uh, and try to manipulate. Uh, But that is his action uh, for this round. So his action is just trying to get up to where he can do battle. Um, so next up then would be Poet. And do I have to do something specific again for, um, another action? Uh, for multiple actions is a, uh, fighting, uh, feet roll for you. So your fighting is excellent, so you're gonna roll on, uh, on the excellent column there, so number five down there at the bottom. Oh, that's a macro. Mm-hmm. If I click it, nothing happens? No, you did. You got it. It oh. rolled a green. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you look in the chat bar uh, on Let's the right, mm-hmm. you rolled a green. Okay. So that got you one extra action uh, for uh, for Poet. Okay. So at the moment, I'm on the rooftop catty corner from the action and my thoughts were similar to Spartans. Um, so I'm just going to reinforce a little of what he's done and maybe go beyond, but it's... I'm going to um, take a look around and say, the mist that swirls upon the street, serpentine, it comes alive. Around the ankles of the specters we face, it tightens like shackles. They cannot race, nor take a step as we attack. A tendril of mist like steel arises wraps around their neck and mouths and eyes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, so ultimately the effect that you're wanting is to is to basically bind them in place uh, and also keep them from speaking. Yes. Okay. Anything else? And kind of blind them or obscure their, their vision. It's going to wrap up cinch their neck, mm-hmm. cover their mouths, or muffle them at least, and then same with the eyes. Okay, that's cool. Alright, so you're going to roll then on, uh, and there are two pages. I think your ability is shift X, correct? Yes. So there are two pages of macros down there. If you go to page two and clicking mm-hmm. the up arrow, you can pull out a shift X. Okay. See that? Yep. Okay. And you roll the yellow. Uh, so that effect uh, happens. You see the uh, tendrils come up out of the fog and it wraps around the uh, the feet and ankles and the mouths and the eyes and obscures their vision. Uh, so you certainly have a big advantage on these guys. So with that, each of you uh, have a plus three column shift to physically interact with any of these individuals. But no, but 
three college. Um, Zyklon now gets to go. Uh, he is affected by the gravity on top of all of this. Uh, so what he is going to do, let's see if this works for him. It does. <laughs> he pushes himself up and you can see that weight just bearing down on him and it's a maximum effort for him just to lift up enough to be able to do this but he turns sideways and then all of a sudden just whips and he turns into a cyclone uh, basically and breaks free uh, of uh, the gravity and the binding uh, that, that, is, uh, that is binding him uh, so he is now free. Um, and then we go to Acts of Violence. I love that one. <laughs> <laughs> these are, just for the record, uh, these guys are called the Lethal Legion. Uh, and they appeared in three issues of West Coast Avengers back in 1987, probably, <laughs> right around that time period. And they were never seen from again. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they've been busy they have all right so she is going to attempt to now the way i'm treating this poet uh is since we are basically enacting these in in three different ways to bind their ankles their mouths their eyes we're splitting that strength uh material strength up three ways okay uh so that puts each of those at amazing okay so she has got to get a red uh, to be able to cut uh, into these things. Now, this is magic for you. Unfortunately, her axe is also magical, so she can actually affect this. Um, and same rank number of amazing. She got a yell. Um, I'm going to go ahead and spin the karma for her then as well to get that up where it needs to be and bring it to red so she can cut through. Uh, right now she's still blind. She still can't speak, but she's cutting herself loose. And then we go to Cyana, uh, which is Lucretia. Uh, and what can she do? Oh, interesting. Okay. Let's see what this does. Nothing. <laughs> and I'm not going to bother with Kara there for her. Okay. Uh, you see her struggling uh, against the restraints, but that's it. Uh, and then now it brings us to Cold Steel. He's going to attempt to try to break out of there. Uh, now he's pretty strong. Uh, we're going to see what happens with this guy. He's able to get up to one knee, uh, but is not able to break out of uh the gravity or the the binding at this point. So Andy comes to the highway, man. Um, really quick, I I'm 
gonna send a message to Dream Sailor. Say, Dream Sailor. Golly. <laughs> I'm not a sailor. <laughs> Hi, sailor. Dream sailor. The dream guy, D- DS. I'm going to send a message to DS. Uh, hey, can you tell if these guys are demons or if they are reincarnated humans? Uh, it's not really my bag, baby. No. Oh, okay. Uh, hmm. If Dana were here, she might be able to tell us, but not. Me. Yeah, no, that's a, that's. A, I'd ask. I'd ask Christy. She might be able to tell. Christy, do you know? Did he use some cosmic awareness or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, if only Kurt were here. <laughs> no, hey, Christy's is higher. <laughs> I know you're watching, Kurt. I think I rolled a green. Yes, you did. Is that the right? Is that unearthly for you? Yeah. Okay. Cool. (laughs) Uh, Whether or not they are truly reincarnated, reincarnated, or demonic, they are definitely demonic. But whether or not they're actually alive, it's a little difficult to tell. It is the people, though, uh, that they appear that they appeared to be before the transformation. Uh, you are fighting the embodiment of those individuals from history. Okay. Uh, okay. I am going to pull a Nishuran sword. It's my attempt, anyway. And it essentially pulls its power from sunlight. It absorbs its uh, power from sunlight and uh, takes away any kind of regenerating power a demon has. Okay. Call some karma. Yep, because <laughs> you have not had luck with those mythological weapons. Yeah, we're we're, we're going to call some karma. So okay, How about a red oh, ninety eight. That will probably do it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I, you got to remind me. We never. That was never an action, right? That was. That's just, a, yeah, that's just pulling. That's a media thing. A weapon. Okay. Yeah, so that's drawing a weapon. So I am going to jump or actually teleport off the roof come down right in the middle of these three and take a big arching swing on all three of those guys um that's two actions oh teleport and yeah okay attack but you're so close just take out the teleport and just jump down on okay well i know my luck i'd break my ankle because I'm my guy, my guy rotated, and I can't rotate him back. Mike didn't tell me the secret. Just your head, or I fixed you. Oh, oh thank you, thank you're you. You're welcome. Okay, so all right, I'm jumping down, big swing. I'm gonna land and just whoosh, right across the top. Okay, and are you? Who are you attacking? I'm trying to attack all three of them. One big so, swipe. Okay, yeah, so one big swipe. Uh, what's your fighting? Oh, you don't know because you can't see it. 
<laughs> I, I found that if I click on the thing, I can, uh, I might be able to see it. My fighting is incredible. Yeah. 40 incredible. So to attack all three of those individuals with one swipe. But I have a, so I have an edge talent. Yep. So that and gives I, you plus I also one have, shift. And I also have a martial arts. Oh, I think that, I think it's C. I have A, C, and E. That doesn't, that doesn't affect uh, weapons. Oh, okay. You have edged weapons. So it gives you plus one comp shift. So that puts you up to amazing. Amazing. But okay. now you're going to subtract one, two, three. So you're going to roll on the excellent column. To oh, because I'm going after three. three. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And uh, is, is the plus three still in effect? Because they're bound? Oh, they or? do have plus three. You're right. Yeah. Thank you for that. I forgot about that. So you're rolling Thank into you. regular, uh, which would be back to the amazing. And then is plus one Zyklon still a cyclone? Uh, he is, yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then I guess I'll just go for the. But, he, but you can still attack him. He hasn't moved from where he's at. Gotcha. Okay. So am I back at incredible or am I amazing? You're back at amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Whew. Karma. God. <laughs> Two times in a row. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> And I haven't had to use karma yet. All right. So these two guys cannot dodge. Uh, Zyklon really can't either because he's already used his uh, action. So looking on the uh, edged column, uh, that is a kill for all three of them. So they get to roll endurance. Highwayman's back, baby. <laughs> All right, so that is incredible, incredible, and monstrous. Oh, good God! Yeah, dude, world of one. Cold <laughs> <laughs> oh, steel, uh, Joseph Stalin himself. <laughs> the Dude, toughest of all those guys. That he's the last one that you hit because he's uh, he's to your right, so you probably would have swiped from left to right, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you uh, hit Zyklon um, and hit the Hangman, and you carve Cold Steel in half. What's the damage on the uh, uh, the weapon? You're using the. It's monstrous or unearthly, right? Uh, 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 I think so. Uh, yeah, you're unearthly if yep. you're if you're imbuing it with the hellfire, which pretty much I'm assuming every time you pull one of these things, you're always imbuing it. With yeah, fire. yeah. So yeah. why yep. wouldn't? You? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so yeah, that would be unearthly. So you cleave him absolutely in half. And when it it does, you get this perfect cut slice on him uh, and this metallic body uh, that is blue underneath. Uh, it just shifts in its frame and the top half just slides <laughs> off of the bottom and the blue light just <laughs> explodes. Uh, and you see, uh, his soul basically 
come out of the body and then from the shadows that are underneath the fog uh, the shadows come up and grab hold of the soul and drag it down through the butt through the earth uh, and back <laughs> to hell I thought you were gonna say through his butt <laughs> his butt that's pretty cool there's butt. Um, the other two <clears throat> Got a white and a yellow. So Zyklon got the yellow. Hangman got the white. So he is also dead. So you got two in one shot there, dude. Uh, Zyklon uh, only takes the damage, which was just a hundred. <laughs> no, just a hundred. Um, but he also has invulnerability of remarkable so that puts him down to 60 takes him to 90. Uh, now if you guys do get injured if you right click your token uh, you will see your health that should appear at uh, the bottom uh, of the character uh, you just type in your new health uh, over top of that, and then that will uh, decrease it accordingly. And you can see that it lowered his health to about half. Oh, there. that's cool. Okay. Okay. Um, now we roll back around uh, to the top of the round. So, Mike, you had an extra action, correct? Yeah. Okay. Um, I will still still using the, the gravity manipulation um, on Cyana mm-hmm. I'll reverse gravity so that she kind of just shoots up in the air gotcha now don't forget she's got those tendrils around her if you do that it potentially might rip her away from that oh never mind then I forgot about that um I will just, I'll, I'll, cause I'm, I'm close enough that I can like physically interact. With her, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just go over and take a swing at her with my bat that is charged up. Okay. Um, and that, does that roll on the, on the vibration charge or does that roll on just fighting? That's on your fighting. Uh, and then I think you have weapon specialist bat, right? Right, so that's plus one? Plus two for weapon specialist. Ah, gotcha. Okay. So do I? Do you do... Th- so I roll two, sh- two column shifts up, right? Uh, yep, so it would be monstrous for you. Gotcha. And tell me what you got, because I've got a sheet up over top of that. Uh, I got a, a green, 30. Okay. And you did not call karma, correct? I did not. Okay. She can't dodge, so there's no issue there. Um, what's the damage on the bat? Uh, damage on the bat is amazing, and then it ignores body armor. Okay, hold on, up. because I think it's got to be more than that. Um, that was something that we I probably missed, because I wasn't thinking about that. Your strength is monstrous, so it is going to be monstrous instead okay. of amazing. So I'll change that on the sheet? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, where are you hitting her? Um, is she is she held down? Like is she? No, flat she, she she's basically just kind of bound. So she's standing almost full 
full up, but she's bound uh, by her mouth, her eyes, and her, her feet. And she can move her arms at this point, but uh, but she's standing, yes. Yeah, uh, I was really just kind of taking a swing for the middle of the torso. Okay. Just dead center. All right. All right, so you hit right dead center, uh, and she just doubles over the bat. Uh, and when she does, I mean, just this torrent of blood just bleh, just comes out of her mouth. Ugh. Yeah. Fortunately, it miss, just misses you, but man, it just it, it muddies up that street. <laughs> <laughs> uh, coming back to Poet for action number two. Okay, there are many reasons why I'm not sure if I can do this, mm-hmm. but I'm going to try. <laughs> That's the spirit. <laughs> What's this, y'all? <laughs> yeah, this is the plan. Because I don't know how things work, and I don't know. Um, but I'm going to say, I've got this staff of Watum, mm-hmm. and I think I should be able to throw it from the rooftop where I am and have the, the three wands separate out to whack the demons that may be in flight. Okay. My, my intention <laughs> with karma is that if winged creatures unbound by the mist upward zoom, I'll play whack-a-mole with the staff of Watum. <laughs> yes. I love it. The, you know, the moxies have to battle. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Anything uh, that you can rhyme with whack-a-mole, it's got to work. Did we spend any karma on the staff of Watum to give it any kind of abilities? I don't remember discussing, um, but yes. Of course we did. Of course we did. Here, let me check my sheet. Oh, yes. <laughs> Right there, I, right there in italics. It's in a pencil. <laughs> I love it. And I, and I think that that is definitely something that we need to look into giving the staff uh, for sure. Um, in the future. So that could do, the way it is right now, we know it does excellent damage. Uh, so... Uh, let's see here. What else do we have? What else do you have? You got it. Okay. You did read a poem at the same time. Now, just to refresh your memory here, because of the fact that each of these rounds take basically six to 11 seconds, you'd have to be, you can only do one poem per round. Um, but since this is kind of our first time back, I'm going to allow it. And and because we are a little pressed for time, uh, I'm going to go ahead and allow that as the second action. Uh, but moving forward, one poem per round. Okay. But this will do 50 points of damage to each, uh, of the demons. Um, okay. So that takes him to 30. Oops. Right click. Do I need to roll? Oh, <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> now. 
I wasn't sure if I should just, what's the better deal? Just take it? Or... Just, just take it. <laughs> okay. No, roll, roll, please. Is that other click? Did I see? Uh, that one's your shift X. No, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. You're, um, well, yeah, it would be your shift X, yes. Oh, wait, yeah, because we're up three now, right? A three column shift because of the... Well, sure. Well, no, for but we're talking physical action. You're doing you're doing essentially magic here. So it's okay. your straight uh, shift X under uh, your reality alteration because you're using that to affect the staff because you used your poem in order to do that. So it's essentially doing fifty points instead of twenty. Okay, and. Was I supposed to do something with karma because I called it and I you don't? Did, you did call karma that you can take it up to a red if you so desire. Uh, but truthfully, you don't gotta. Okay. Um, uh, so just spend 10 points and then you're good. Okay. And then, Andy, you don't have any more actions, correct? Right. Okay. All right. So then we're back at the top of the next round, uh, which brings us back to Dream Slayer. Uh, I guess I'll try to do a couple of little things here, uh, but I will do that on my own time. It will move to Spartan. Um, so I, I didn't finish her off, right? Like I, I heard her, but she's not out. That is correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did it, What was the color that you got on that? Was it a yellow? It was a yellow. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, she's not out. Oh, wait, no. Maybe it was a green. Green. Know. Okay. Definitely not out then. <laughs> I just you didn't spend karma on it, so I, I no. Couldn't. It was it was a green actually. It was a green, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and since she doesn't seem to be too much of a threat, or, or I'll just you know hit her one way, and then I'll just kind of whip around and hit her the other way using the same thing. Okay. And so that gets rolled. Same one, so <laughs> I, I missed. And no karma? No karma. Okay, all right. While you were doing that, uh, missing, <laughs> uh, Dream Slayer uh, slices into two of the other uh, demons and cuts them down. Um, and we go to Hangman. Uh, who is still desperately trying to just get up and and move oh but he's able to manipulate his rope so that's what he's going to do right now um is he not dead oh no yeah he did he did i forget about that yeah it's gonna say he's code steel's dead too yeah i gotta i gotta mark both of those guys out of here just so i can get rid of them there all right so poet Ready? Mm hmm. Yeah, after those two guys are dead, it's your turn. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so we've got a demon, a couple of demons? Uh, two demons left, yeah. So, oh boy, boy. Okay. Okay, this is not great. 
we're we're back to me being able to recite a poem, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the axe of violence is still hacking away? Uh, yes. Okay. Okay, this is really terrible. Um, here we go, though. Weapons of magic whose origins demonic, wielded by entities who've stepped out of time, dissolve into ether, and no magic neither, incorporeal Incorporal or steel, will they be able to wield? Mm -hmm. Okay, so you're destroying the weapons that they carry. Yes. Okay. Cool. Go ahead and make that roll. Tell me what you got. Looks like... Oh, I got a red! Sweet. Okay, all three of them have some form of weapon. So, that'd be 50 for each of them. And each of them, it is actually attached to them, so you are actually doing damage to them while this happens. Yes. Good call, good call. Ooh, okay, all right, so. Uh, axe of Violence, uh, which is your uh, Lizzie Borden, her axe is actually her, is actually her lower arm, <laughs> and it just completely just dusts, <laughs> and she looks at her stub <laughs> uh, and just begins to scream. Um, Cyanna, uh, it's her claws, her fingers, and that her fingers just. <laughs> just go. Uh, Zyklon, uh, his uh, blades come out of his arms, but what that is, is it's actually his uh, a portion of the bone in his uh, forearms, so those uh, dissipate, and now he's just got rubber arms. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Christy, you are just the absolute master of just mutilating uh, <laughs> the villains. In no matter every what game, game we're playing. <laughs> that we're playing. <laughs> and you are the sweetest person I know. <laughs> finds their weak point. Just go. Look like, how you inadvertently slaughter people. <laughs> Ruthless. Oh my god. Um, so, Zyklon stops his spinning <laughs> just... <laughs> like when the washer gets out of place <laughs> it looks like one of those blow up dolls you know that's on the side of the street advertising cars yeah, for sale like, yeah. <laughs> um, pretty good wow I mean like what what else can he do? <laughs> he can die. Oh, he could do that. Mm. All right, here we go. <laughs> Let's see. Remarkable. Oh, come on. <laughs> he got a 12. <laughs> <laughs> he just beat himself to death with his arm. <laughs> uh, he begins to cough, and you see a, a green 
gaseous substance kind of come out of his mouth a little bit, but it has no effect uh, on anybody close by. Uh, so now we go to uh, acts of violence, who's really pissed at this point, but still <laughs> trying to cut herself out of all of this stuff. She's She can now move, but she can't see. So she's going to attempt to rip uh, away. First off, she's going to roll for extra actions because she's really running out of uh, companions here at this point. Uh, so she's got incredible. We're going to roll on the incredible column to see if she can get extra action. She got one. So she's going to cut away once again. Nope, she's not. She can't cut. <laughs> she doesn't have anything to cut with. <laughs> she is now she's got no. She's got an amazing no. strength. Jesus Christ. All right. She's just going to go blindly and go towards the noise <laughs> uh, and try to cut uh, Highwayman uh, blindly. So her fighting. Wow. You guys have messed these guys up. <laughs> One, two, three, four. God, typical. She's going to call Karma. Uh, got a green. I'll bump that up to a yellow to try to cut Highwayman. Nope, can't cut him. Just gonna fucking punch him. <laughs> <laughs> she got, She's got gonna headbutt me. me. You just got nubbed. <laughs> oh, she's got throwing axes. Uh, so she's going to take one of the throwing axes and try to hit you with that with her left hand. But wait, it was all weapons. Oh, all weapons. You were right. It's all weapons. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> all right, she's going to punch you. <laughs> uh, do you want to take it? Uh, I'd like to dodge. Okay, so you can roll agility. Okay. I know, it'd be pretty baller if you just took it in. Yeah, that's true. So agility is expert. So with martial arts uh, ACE, one of those gives me advantage, right? Not advantage, but dodging... Uh, you can't have to pull remember up the, which one. The player's guide there, but uh, for uh, uh, for now, just get, just tell me what the role is. Uh, excellent. Uh, off of my agility, it's excellent. Yeah, go ahead and roll it. Okay. Trend. All right, so that's a yell. That's that's enough. Yeah, that's, that's uh, enough. So, uh, yeah, she misses. Okay. Um, Cyana. In no claws. And she can't speak. Wow. <laughs> you have hobbled them. Just absolutely hobbled them. Uh, we're going to try a little shape shifting here and see if this works again. This is what I tried to do last time and she, she didn't uh, make it happen. So, karma. All right, so this time she does. She melts into just a puddle of blood uh, and goes underneath the uh, uh, fog. 
Um, and then it goes to Highwayman. Okay, I just want to point out the really creepy part about this is what <laughs> <but>, no is <laughs> the fact that po the fact that poet is just sitting on this roof, which is she can see, but yet they may not be able to see her. And all this stuff is happening. It's, happening to them. it's like a sniper. It's like a mystic sniper. Magic sniper. All right. Um, all right, well, I'm gonna roll for extraction since I got two guys right here in front of me. Um, no, not directly in the microphone. Please shut up. <laughs> let you in so you would be quiet. Okay, roll for extractions. Incredible. That's an extra. That's an extra. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when acts of violence comes at me, I'm just going to spin and take that sword and go right behind her. So that's a measly 35. You did say karma though, right? No, no, I didn't on that okay. one. All right. Uh, damage on that. Uh, it's ungodly. Unearthly. Ungodly. <laughs> it's uh, ungodly. ungodly. It's ungodly, ungodly man. <laughs> Of an unearthly. So that is actually gonna do it. Uh, you and you're hitting her with the with the sword again, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. You hit her with that, and with the hellfire, she bursts into flame uh, and is reduced to ash in front of you. Okay. And then I guess for Cylon, I'm just gonna. Spin my roll back around, so I've taken care of her, and then I'm going to upcut and just kind of do a do a 180 spin around there. Right, we'll do that on the next. Uh, oh, okay, uh, that's right. Action there. Um, oh, man, Spartan, I do you, what I was doing. Do you have another one? Uh, I didn't do extra actions this round. Oh, okay, so then it rolls back around to you, then uh, Andy. Oh, all right. Well, I'm just going to do what I just So unearthly. Oh. That's 22. Okay. And another 100 there, right? Man, yep. you're just taking them all down there, dude. You're letting uh, Poet weaken them, and uh, <laughs> you're just cleaving them in two. I like that. I like right. that. He is out. I'll, I'll cleave all day long, Poet. You take him down. All right. So make him mere mortals. Back up at the top of a new round. Uh, Dream Slayer is going to make another attack on uh, the demons next to him. Two actions and misses on one, but uh, cuts the other one down. So, uh, two Spartan. Um, I, <clears throat> I roll fighting for to try double actions, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. nope. <laughs> now, if if you miss it. The one action you get is, is at a minus four column shift, but you're at also at a plus three, so now it's just a minus one. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Um, so can I see at all where Cyana that turned into the puddle of blood, can I approximate where she is, or where that yeah. puddle of blood? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is, is it like creeping away, or is she just turned into a puddle of blood? <laughs> like, um, it's it's hard to tell because okay. of because of the mist. Right. Um, I will attempt to use geoforce to kind of have you know the the street surface or whatever 
I assume it's street or rock mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of like come up and make like a little, almost like a hollow ball with mm-hmm. blood inside. Okay, just to just capture. To container, yeah. Okay, go ahead. You just pull out a bounty towel at this point. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead and make that um, roll then. Okay. Uh, all right, here we go. And you got a green? Yep. Okay. All right. You think you got her? (laughs) (laughs) Find out. Um, Poet. So who's left? Um, That other demon. Little imp. Right in here. I think we could catch it and train it. <laughs> That's possible. Oh, hey. And we can name it Peter. <laughs> <laughs> we can, we can make like sense. parallel universes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what happened to Zyklon? No, oh, uh, Andy He's killed dead. him. It's a he? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, oh, all I need is Zykon's last exhalation, which I think we saw, because I'm going to say that the gaseous exhale of Zykon, so green, will change in substance and form to a scream that only the demon hears. It's enhanced by her fears, I'm going to assume the demon is a female, Till its amplitude is deafening and drains her of power and leaves her with nothing to do but to cower. Okay. And the intent here is to... Cause the the demon to uh, kind of go mad or terrified with the sound that that exhale has become in the demon's ears and then they'll crumple and probably fall to the ground and ride around it, maybe? Okay. Right. And we can just walk over and go, <laughs> and then imprison it and train it. Yeah, exactly. It can be our. I call it Peter. Lewis mascot. <laughs> Do trick. Okay. Yep. Go ahead. Okay. Um... Or Henry. <laughs> we can go for Henry with the demon. We should just name it Kurt. Do. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Did you call Karma? Nope. No balls. Oh. Well. It, 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 the demon was a he, not a she. Sorry. It's like, you misgendered me. I'm not doing anything. It's non binary. <laughs> um, okay, so. Highwayman. What? Oh, you, did you go? Yeah, I did. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, so. I guess I'm just going to walk up behind the demon guy and because his attention is on you yeah okay i'm just gonna take a slice at the demon guy which by the way we've been using unearthly for my weapon but i get a shift three not not for damage for the attack oh oh okay so that's under your remarkable uh, plus three Plus three, so monsters. Okay. And then you have edge weapon too, so that's actually oh. unearthly. Oh, so that's right. How about 77? 
Okay. All right. So, and that's a hundred points, right? Hmm. Yeah. So there's nothing to do about that. So you cut him in half. Uh, and you got the ball uh, of Cyana <laughs> uh, subdued at this point. So now you've vanquished everything that is uh, in the street and on the lawn uh, of the house. And from the house now that everything has gone silent once again, you can hear this low guttural roar uh, that is kind of shaking the walls of the house. This coming from inside. We should probably check that out. Yep. In the house we go. Okay. They pull you into the house. Alright, so you guys should be right outside the door right there, I think. Yep. Um, when you guys go in, uh, you walk into complete and total darkness um, and literally you cannot see like your hand in front of your face uh, it is cold in here uh, and the air is moist uh, and there's a stench in the air uh, that just smells like death and decay uh, and the only way to be able to maneuver in here without a source of light is to just feel your way around. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm gonna summon complete hellfire, mm -hmm. and so I'm gonna light up. My head, my head's gonna catch on fire. I will be the torch to and light her away. I can also use my light generation. All right, so you uh, your head's on fire anyway. <laughs> so oh yeah, okay. Um, so you go in, and you guys can see his head, but that's it. Like it is not casting a glow outside of it. You just see just this skull <laughs> just, just bouncing around, <laughs> <laughs> and and that's it. It's casting no glow whatsoever. Like I'm on green screen. And Mike, you try to, to light up your hand. Mm -hmm. You can see the glow of your hand. But it doesn't project. But it does not project light out from it. And if you try to shoot mm. light in a direction, uh, you see the beam of light that it goes pew! But then that's it. Hmm. Alright. And in that beam of light uh you see just a, a flash of a face flash of a face mm -hmm. any, any particular direction or is it just fleeting well if, if you're shooting it in front of you very maybe about if you had to guess maybe about 15 feet in front of you felt like there was a, was a face Um, just, I will, I will summon my body armor, <laughs> my, my rock armor, mm -hmm. just, uh, to be safe. Okay. 
Um, Let's see. I don't know if Dream Slayer can do anything here to help you guys out or not. Let's see. Yeah, there's nothing. I got nothing. So what do you think, fellas? Are we just okay, so blindly, I'm, or I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt a weapon pull. Okay. On the and this is definitely a um. This is, so I'm gonna try to pull an archangel blade, as in Michael's dark okay. archangel blade. Um, so let's see here. I'm going to call karma for this one. And we still had a plus three. I uh, know. Okay. So that, that left when we entered the house. Mm -hmm. Okay. And karma. Where are we at? 56. I'll take it up to 60. Because okay. I, mean, I, I think... I well, you got to at least spend 10 anyway. Oh, yeah. Where, where does that put me, though? I need, my, I need a book. Yeah. Your uni universal books. tables in the journals. Yeah. Um, okay. 56 is going to just give you a yellow. Uh, so you need to get it to... what? rank are you rolling unearthly you need to get it to an 86 so it's been 30 i'll spend 30 to, and, and if you're wanting to pull archangels swords then you got to get it to a red so yeah yep i'll spend 30 okay all right so you pull the archangel sword light it with hellfire so it's like a complete juxtaposition of what it really should be used as. Uh, but... <laughs> and then it just disappears. <laughs> oh, please, no. But the combination of the holy fire, the hellfire, uh, working in tandem and working against one another actually pierces uh, the veil of this darkness that's in the room. So now you've lit this particular room up uh, and you see basically you've kind of walked into uh, the kitchen <coughs> slash pantry uh, area. Um, and the door across from you is open. Uh, and just beyond that, you see that face and it just disappears uh, and shoots off to your left. Let's follow the face. Alright, so you guys go into the next room. Does it look like a lady's face? Um, or, or a guy's face? It's hard to tell. It was white. Oh, okay. Looks like a mime's face. Kinda, yeah. We don't know where his wife is in here, do we? I don't uh, think so. No, you don't. Uh -uh. Okay. So... <clears throat> I'd like um, to. What, what, this what was I think, the direction that that thing shot off in was this way. Okay. I think I'm going to try to find the wife. And if she's there, I'm going to tell a. Uh, yeah, never mind. I forgot I can't teleport anybody. 
you well i can teleport one can teleport one individual with you yes right so i could teleport her out of the house see if that kind of helps so but you gotta find her first yeah you gotta find her Mm -hmm. okay i'll try the bathroom (laughs) anything in the bathroom uh, well, now, now you've left us completely in the dark. Hey, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I won't try to. Okay, I'm right there with you. All right, Porter, you coming in with us? Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, so here you're in the living room, and you remember him talking about how they were uh, collectors of the macabre. Well, this is where they keep everything. Uh, and they've got stuff from uh, the Zodiac Killer. They've got stuff from Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, John Wayne Gacy. Um, they've got... Um... So maybe... All right, so Poet, could you come up with something that turns all of these evil possessions into butterflies? Or something, because I'm thinking maybe this house and the demon in the house is living off of this negative energy from all these different evil possessions that these people have. So would moths be a bad idea? I don't think moths would. I mean, the creepier choice. Well, I mean, you know, moths are just ugly butterflies. So Silence of the Limbs. I mean, oh, well, yeah, that might be a bad idea work on it okay for now i was just gonna say a a force field around each of us calms and soothes as we feel our way into each room protection from evil intent and attack any assault echoes off sounding sending beams of light back just like a minor protection bubble around us. Sure. I appreciate right. that. You can make a roll. Sure. It's green. Okay. So each of us, for the sake of math, um, will receive uh, basically a ward around ourselves that would protect us from any kind of magic or supernatural uh, damage up to 40 points. Okay. And you called that a ward? Mm-hmm. And that's just for the time that we're here uh, in this house. I think that's okay. All right, we look for the lady. Or are we gonna? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, and what? in what? the Exorcist, she was in the bedroom. <laughs> That's true. That's true. What if uh, on on one of their prized possessions, I walk over and take the sword that I've got and just touch it? Touch it with the sword. Yep. Yeah, you, you reach out and it 
bursts into flames because it's on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least we don't have to worry about light any longer. (laughs) And then the fire spreads to the wall and then the ceiling. (laughs) But uh, it is so no no reaction from the house. Mm, Doesn't seem to be. Uh, now, because we're in that room, you can now hear what seems to be chanting uh, coming from the bedroom. Yeah, the the bedroom, but behind a closed door uh, to your uh, well, from uh, I guess it would be to the west if we're looking at the map in that respect. Like directly west or southwest? Southwest. Okay. I say we go in. All right, lead so the way, light, on. lightsaber guy. All right, so All right. bust through the door. So you bust through the door, hey, uh, hey, hey. and you see uh, a boy. Uh, oh, it's Doughboy. That, <laughs> uh, that is at the base of the bed, facing uh, the bed. Floating over top of it uh, is Anna. Uh, the wife uh, of uh, Keith Martin. Uh, And she is floating upright with her arms outstretched uh, and her torso uh, has a huge gaping maw uh, in it. Uh, and the boy that is seat that is standing facing uh, her is uh, is finishing what seems to be a ritual. So that's what she looks like. Uh, and it's just these gnashing teeth uh, that are in her stomach. Uh, and uh, she is letting out through both her mouth in her face and her mouth in her <laughs> stomach. <laughs> this And she is hangry. And uh, the child who has kind of chalk white skin uh, looks over his shoulder uh, and he says you are too late heroes satanish walks the earth once more cower before his horrible greatness at last my father comes well, that's, that that's, a, that, that's a lot junior yeah that's yeah mm-hmm Satanish. Satanish. So not not entirely satanic, just satanish. <laughs> satanish. No, satanish. 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 <laughs> He's an ish. Ish. Uh, shall we roll for initiative? I believe we shall. Um, there is a combat tracker over on the uh, right hand side in the menu. That's uh, a little fist. If you want to roll uh, for yourself, you should be able to, I think. You ooh. see the dice over on the side? Mm-hmm. There you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it oh. still gets a one. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get. <laughs> That's what you get. <laughs> oh, I rolled Wait. a one, too. <laughs> Wait, is that for my comment earlier or my comment on Facebook earlier? Or what? It's all of it. <laughs> God dang it. 
right, so Spartan, uh, you're you have a modification uh, of four, right? Can you yeah. right click on your uh, character, and does a menu come up? Uh, uh, not on the character on the map, but on in the uh, actual tracker. In, in the tracker? Mm -hmm. uh, no. Okay. All right. So you got a plus four. I can do that for you. Poet, what's your uh, modification? Is it a two? Uh, modification of what? Uh, your oh. in initiative. Yes, plus two. Okay. Um, let's see here. What's old Satanish get? Uh, gets a three. Kid Blackheart. Yes. A plus two. Alright, so Spartan, you're up first. Batter up. <clears throat> um, I will use my gravity manipulation to release him from gravity so that he rockets <laughs> toward the ceiling. <laughs> to the ceiling. Yep. Um, I will call Karma. Right. And I'll bring that up to a yellow. Okay. My goodness, sorry. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you hit him with the gravity manipulation, and he just. <laughs> just slams right on top of the ceiling uh just like out of exorcist three just <laughs> <laughs> right up to the top of the ceiling uh poet hmm. I'm, I'm gonna go up to anna mm -hmm. and try to pull her down to the bed gently okay. watch her stomach teeth yeah mine mine they're, is stomach they're sharp they're, they're sharp. Yeah. Yeah, mine was so empty. And you're just going to physically try to pull her down, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's your strength? That's probably not good. Um, you just end up like hanging off of her ankle. <laughs> it, it, in fact, it is good. It is good. <laughs> not good. Good. It's good, which is not good. It's not great. <laughs> All right, so you do grab a hold of her and begin to try to pull down. She's not budging. Um, and then it goes to her, I believe. Let's see here. Mm. <clears throat> You touch her, and as soon as you touch her, uh, you feel your arm begin to go numb. Um, and you take 50 points of damage uh, from touching her. That numbness continues up your arm uh, and into your chest, uh, and you, you are currently having a heart attack. Would it have been 90 points, but for the protection spell, force field? Ah, ah. Okay, so that, it, it would now have been... Now it's just been, 
Yeah, just ten points. Okay. Yeah, just ten points. So you have a minor heart palpitation. <laughs> like, oh. oh, my goodness. My goodness. <laughs> Whatever has come over me. <laughs> it's heartburn. Like, and just holding my arm. Is that it? Uh, yeah, uh, it, it does. You can let go. Uh, okay. As, you know, I mean, as soon as you feel that, you can certainly let go. Yeah. You're okay. not entangled by that. Um, Kid Blackheart is next. Yeah. All right. So he. Oh made his action already, so he can't do anything else. So, uh... It goes to Dream Slayer. Alright, so... Let's see what I'm gonna do. First, we're gonna roll for some extra actions. God dang it! <laughs> I'm rolling like crap. Um, so that next one is gonna be at a minus three. Um, Andy, why don't you decide what you're doing while I'm figuring out what I'm doing with my shitty action that I'm going to do. Okay. So I'm going to... So wait, is Kid Blackheart still on the ceiling? Yes. Okay. And what would you think the age of this house is? Like, what, what could I deduce from the house? Does it have plaster walls or drywall? Uh, plaster walls. Okay. Um, and it's single story... So I'm going to teleport up in the attic right above where he is at. Mm -hmm. And I'm going, to, uh, well, first, I, I guess we're roll for extraction. So then let's make sure I get the extraction here. Uh, let's see. Agility. No fighting. Okay, so two extractions. 83, yeah, two. Uh, let's see where, let's see what you got there. You got a y'all, so that yeah. would be two extractions two. for you. Yeah. Okay. All right, so I'm going to teleport up into the attic right above where he's at. Uh, so that would be my first action. And amazing. And that's a low, like, hmm. Did you double click? I must have double clicked. Okay, so your first yeah. one was a red. Yeah. Is that what that was the teleport? Yeah, that's teleport. Okay. Uh, so I'm up there. Mike, do you have another action or no? No. Okay, so technically you can do your second action because nobody else has to. Okay. Uh, I'm going to turn off on the blade i'm going to turn off the hellfire and i'm going to drive that through the drywall or the the plaster why turn off the hellfire um i think that sword would have more of effect without the hellfire oh than that using it under its natural holy yes okay gotcha yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. all right that's cool yeah so doing that so hang on i've got a I gotta look that number up here. All right, so that would be. <clears throat> what would that be? It's a fighting uh, plus one column shift. Oh, okay. So, 
to him. Okay. You didn't call Karma, mm-hmm. did you? No. But it's still a hit. Um, so that actually does uh, an enormous amount of damage to him. Uh, so much so that he's going to have to roll in endurance to see whether or not he can stay up. Because according to my little uh, web research, it was designed for to kill Lucifer directly. Mm-hmm. Um, so that knocks him out uh, but he's still up <laughs> on the ceiling uh, but impaled on uh, the sword of Michael um, we roll back around with that Spartan um, I will I'll turn my attention from the kid oh and, and I apologize I did hold dream slayer's action uh, so I'm probably going to go ahead and go because I was thinking about something to do, which is attempt to put her to sleep. Um, so I'll roll that real quick. And got a green. And her endurance is unearthly, so I doubt that's going to work. It does not. Okay, so... I did my I did my thing. Your turn. <laughs> um, I will try to use gravity to get her out of the air and restrained so that we can try to do other things. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, we don't want to kill her. Hmm? Right, so we don't want to kill her. No, we don't. She's the dude's wife. And you've I got. Um, amazing on that, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, you get her down. Uh, do you want to get her... Pr- are you trying to get her prone? Um, not necessarily. I, I, I can't really control that. I'm just trying to keep her f***ing and keep her from doing anything else. Okay, you pull her down onto the bed and her feet touch the bed and the gravity is so much that it actually causes the uh, the bed to kind of cave in. A little mm-hmm. bit and snap. Uh, so you, she's on the mattress, but you've snapped the bed frame. Okay, so she kind of just kind of collapsed in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we go to poet. Is Anna just flailing around still, or is she, she's down on? The she's bed. down uh, on the bed, and the bed has actually kind of <laughs> caved in under her weight uh, that uh, Spartan put on her. Okay. But is she still she's still awake or it seems she's still writhing or moving or why? Sorry. <laughs> why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is still awake and moving, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to turn the video off and the sound and I got one but not the other. <laughs> it just seemed okay. This is not going to help us tremendously, I guess, but <laughs> I'm feeling like for her on the inside, it's like a nightmare and that, you know, locked in a, locked in a dream or a nightmare, she's tossing and turning and twisting and, you know, it's like her whole, her whole being is a shout 
and as in a nightmare, the teeth of her stomach fall out. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's better than making her peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> Is that a thing? All right, give me a roll. Well, in case she's just angry. All right. I rolled red. Oh, you did roll red. Okay, so... <laughs> Uh, she it affects her she opens up that uh, that stomach mouth <laughs> in this loud scream uh, and the teeth just shatter and begin to fall out like little keys in a, in a piano you know like uh, the old uh, Looney Tunes when <laughs> Bugs Bunny got smacked in the face uh, and she falls backwards uh, and she passes out. Now, the creature that is inhabiting her is still awake. But you see Dream Slayer look over to you and say and says, that's perfect. Exactly what I was wanting to do. Thanks for that. And you see Dream Slayer just go and dream walk into her. Um... And uh, the body on the bed begins to writhe uh, back and forth, raise up, uh, and there is this internal battle going on inside uh, Anna's body uh, in between, apparently, Dream Slayer and Satanish. Uh, and eventually, that mouth uh, spews forth uh, what looks like this small hairy creature <laughs> that falls out onto the floor uh, and uh, it splays itself out and it looks like one of the gremlins <laughs> from uh, from the gremlins films but it has like that same kind of gaping maw uh, in its stomach <clears throat> and it is dead uh, and then the mouth closes itself uh, and heals in Anna's body, and you see Dream Slayer uh, form uh, beside her. Uh, she is still unconscious, but she's breathing uh, and sweating heavily, but uh, she seems to be alive and now no longer under the power uh, of that creature. Um, while that's going on, the body of Kid Blackheart <laughs> slides off of the <laughs> sword and lands plump on the bed beside uh, Anna, uh, and and he is uh, is down for the count as well. Yay! All right. Um, I, I say we, we burn this house down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever want to have to come back here. We leave that up to, up to the Martins. Nope. I don't think we give them a choice. Because they're the idiots who bought it. <laughs> That's true. Um, and I know it's kind of late, so we'll probably uh, call it here. I appreciate you guys uh, hanging out for a couple extra minutes uh, while we while we finish that off. Um, I'll throw out some karma because it, we will again come back oh, to yeah. Shan at some point and, I, and I've got another big campaign planned uh, for us uh, when, when we do come back but this was a nice little way to kind of get back into it and revisit the characters for at least a moment since we couldn't all meet for uh, Tales from the Loop 
Um, karma for this one. Uh, let me get to my characters here real quick. You can't. <laughs> He's like, it's time. It's time. It's, it's time. Do you think we should save any of those artifacts? Put them in the, send them to the vault in the headquarters? Or does that dude want to keep them all? He probably wants to keep them, or he's got a lot of money there. <laughs> not when it goes up. Not and when it goes up in smoke. Between you, poet, and then if we get uh, shard to come in and kind of survey the house and see, you know, what is left behind. Truthfully, there was nothing there to begin with. It was all the machinations of this kid, Blackheart, uh, and Satanish. Uh, he was looking for. A location that he could use to kind of pull some residual power from but now that he was able to pull that residual power from here uh in order to try to bring his father forth uh he's basically tapped all of the uh the energy from this home uh so in in essence he's really purged it from any evils that actually was there uh, so it's really pretty much completely safe uh, at this point. 250. 300. 75. So 500 karma points is what we're looking at uh, for this. Hey. But yeah, on that note, I also need to go to bed, which I'm yeah. sure you guys do as well. Um, yeah. I got to get up fairly early tomorrow. I got a bunch of shit going on. So, do you want me to call you when I get to school? Uh, what time do you get to school? Uh, at uh, six o'clock. Uh, <laughs> I don't have to get up that early, but I still got a lot of shit to do. <laughs> All right, man. All right. All right. Take care, everybody. Night, See you guys everybody. later. Good night. Right, see ya. Bye.